Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. A prestigious college in a small town on the American East Coast. A former monastery turned into a Christian dormitory. Male and female students inhabiting separate houses. It should be the safest place to get your education, were it not for the fact that some students are true monsters. Join Becker playing Kylie, Jorin playing Morgana, and Monica playing Sam and Fuck Mary Kill, a Monster Hearts 2 game run by Tillman. Come join our Discord chat and please consider supporting Twin Cities by Night on Patreon. So Sam, where have you been waiting? I believe in Morgana's room? He would have come in, you know, through the main floor and he would have gone in through the staircase. So the way dorms usually work is there's a staircase on either side of the floor. He would have gone through the staircase that's opposite of where the kitchen area would be. So he would be as far away from the activity as possible. And he would have had to turn his phone back on, seen Morgana's message, then seen Kylie's message. And when he gets the go ahead from Kylie, he would emerge quietly from the staircase and make his way to Lydia's room. Right. So on your Mission Impossible through the hallway, you realize even before reaching the door, you have kind of a problem because it's closed. Closed as in locked or closed as in closed? How would you tell? I'm asking you the the GM. I'm obviously like Sam's obviously going <laughs> to walk up to the closed door and attempt to gently open it. How do we want to handle that? Can you just open dorm doors from the outside when they're not locked or do they like snap shut? It's not a hotel room. Yeah, usually the lock, you have an, a key lock on the outside and a regular lock, like a push lock or a t turn lock on the inside. So if she left her dorm and used her key to lock it, he can't get in. But if she just exited the door and closed it, the door's closed but unlocked. Let's go with closed but unlocked. Okay, he would approach the door, make sure that he can kind of hear people on the other side of the, the flat. And then he's going to very carefully put his hand on the door. And even though they're being very loud and there's music, he's still going to very carefully turn the knob as if afraid that she can have like superhuman hearing and hear the, the, the door turning, the doorknob turning and clicking. And, you know, she's going to run at him at full speed or something. So he cautiously turns the knob and he opens the door just enough for his body to slip through the crack and then quietly close it behind him. Okay. You feel like you succeeded in that and that no one has seen you. You can still faintly hear the music and occasionally like loud laughter from Kylie. Currently, uh, you're in a dark room. I'm not sure if you want to turn on the lights. Some light still comes through from the windows. The room seems to have undergone some changes recently. You've already seen it before. There's like magic stuff kind of scattered around, but also like a few belongings otherwise, some religious stuff, obviously, family photos. There's a bathroom, of course, on your left. The door to that is kind of like half open. Where do you want to look? First thing he's not going to do is turn on the lights. I figure since he has the gift of superhuman senses, he can see better in the dark than regular people. And he is very, very paranoid that he's going to get caught. So any step he takes that makes a noise, he stops, 
like thinking someone might hear him because for him, it's hard to differentiate his senses versus what they used to be when he was younger, which is what normal humans could hear. So he's looking around trying to make out what he can with his vision and with what light is coming in through the window. And he's trying to think like a woman. So he had planned on stealing stuff based on how the room layout was before. But now that it's been changed, he has no idea. So he knows that Kylie's room looks different than other girls' room. So it's, there's not like a, you know, insert female layout here that he can follow. So he's going to try to get in the mindset of Lydia. So he's going to walk to the bed, sit on it, stand up as if he just woke up. He's going to put his hands on his chest as if he's like feeling his non-existent breasts. And he's going to look around like, what would be the first thing I would do? Well, first thing in his mind, she's going to cover her hair because that's what he thinks she does straight out of bed. So he's going to start looking quietly through drawers in the room to see what kind of clothing he can find and to see if he can differentiate. All her clothing is kind of long sleeved or long skirts. Everything is long fabric. So for him, it's going to be difficult to find a hijab versus a skirt versus a regular scarf. But he's going to give it the old college try. Okay, so you go through some shelves with clothing. The thing is, everything that you're looking at is kind of neatly folded still. So you have a hard time saying whether this was be, would be like adequate for Morgana. You're kind of like feeling, okay, this all looks very clean. Maybe she needs it to be like heavily used. The bed was very neat before you like sat down on it. Now it no longer is. You kind of left a dent uh, in the blanket. I think he would kind of, because he's so paranoid, he'd take a step away, open a drawer, look in a closet, and then be like, shit, the bed. So he'll go back, fix the bed, shit, the closet, go to the closet, shit, the dresser, go back and close the dresser drawers. So he has to take a second to focus. And when he does, he kind of sticks his nose in the closet and tries to see if he can smell the difference between a skirt, a shirt, a head wrap but because he's so unfocused it all just smells like clean linens or something that she used once and it wasn't ready for the hamper so he's very frustrated you know he's kind of cursing under his breath he takes a step back he looks around again and he sees all the magical items including the big you know pentagram on the floor and he's really afraid of that like he doesn't want to step anywhere near it you know he's watched enough charms reruns to know that that's gonna like suck him into another dimension or trap him somewhere. So he kind of walks around it and goes into the bathroom and thinks, you know, as a woman, maybe she put a bra here. Bras are very familiar. They're on your body all day or underwear. or Maybe this is where he'll find the, the pins. So in the bathroom, you definitely find like all kinds of toiletry <laughs> and a hairbrush, maybe also her hamper. If you wanted to check that. He does kind of pause and he, as much as he doesn't want to do it, he smells the hamper and he kind of fights with himself internally. Like, fuck, I'm, I'm like one of those creepy guys, you know, the, the anime kids that are always like doing weird shit, but he has no choice. Like he can't make anything out. And when he smells that again, all he smells is body odors to different degrees. And he tries to fish around until he finds something that smells like 
head oil versus body oils. Uh, you smell something a bit unsettling. You smell like dried blood and you fish out a towel which has like very large portions of blood seeped into it. He picks up the towel and he smells it. He he smells blood. He smells it's human blood, presumably. And he's going through the different possibilities. All of it is petrifying for him, except maybe a nosebleed. But realizing the amount of blood, he thinks either it was a major injury or she was trying to clean something up. And now he's really scared because... This is less charmed and more Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the comic remix, and he's freaking out. So he puts the towel back where he found it. He doesn't know if this is a new kill or if this is the existing kill that Kylie tripped over. Now he's worried that Kylie tripped over a person. He's just freaking out. So at this point, Sam just throws the towel back and just kind of jolts back to hit his back against the, the bathroom sink. He hears a lot of stuff that was on the on the rim of the sink, you know, hair products or, you know, eye drops just go into the sink. And now he's scrambling to put it all back where he found it. So with your uh, sense of smell, I would uh, guess even though you have like the panic moment, you can quickly tell like what it is. And you do link it to like what you've seen with Kylie in the grass. The thing is, you distinctly recall like the smell of bile because organs probably have been ripped open from what you've gathered. And you do get that kind of faintly from this towel as well. Like it's, it kind of reeks. At that point, he's going to pull his phone out of his pocket and send Morgana a really quick text saying, I found a towel that has blood or body fluids from the thing that Lydia found, that uh, Kylie found in the forest. Would that be useful to you or do you need something more personal? Uh, Morgana will text back, perfect. (laughs) So Sam kind of composes himself and he goes back into that bin and he's trying to sniff out which side of the towel is the least offensive to him. And he folds it as neatly as he can. But now he realizes this thing is going to smell horribly in the hallway, wherever he goes, it's going to leave a very strong scent trail of decay and bile that even humans can smell. So he feels very trapped and just freaking out. He kind of sticks it under his shirt against his body. And he's just like, he's like dry heaving as he hunches over and tries to like find his way back to the door. As you hurry to the door, do you just open it to get out of there? Or do you like take care to get everything neat again or to be like safe? Uh, He looks around to make sure he doesn't touch any of the magical stuff again, you know? And he goes through like a checklist. He he cleaned up in his mind the stuff that he dropped in the bathroom. He closed the closet. He closed the drawers. And he kind of just goes over to the bed one last time to make sure that his butt print isn't on it. He doesn't know if, he, if she can like reverse magic, like star 69 his butt and through his butt print, find out that it was him that was in her room. So he smooths out the bed with his elbow because he doesn't want to get any of the gut stuff on there. And then he goes for the door. Uh, He puts his ear to the door just again to hear, you know, Kylie or the the music or something, or just to kind of get a quick whiff to make sure that no one's on the other side before he tries to open it. In that case, someone is 
in the hallway. You hear like steps, but you're not sure. You can't smell the person yet. Probably there's like a gust of wind right now, but down to the to the hallway where they came from. Like they opened the door to the stairway and then air was drawn out or something like that. You're not sure who it might be, but you hear steps. Okay. That makes him very uneasy. Not because he thinks it's Lydia per se, but there could be witnesses. So he takes out his phone again. And again, he's just dry heaving. His hands are shaking. Sam is a neat freak. He's, he's very obsessive about cleanliness. And this is, this is as far from okay as things can get for him. So he sends a quick text to Morgana again, grimacing over the fact that now this smell and this sinew is on his phone. And he says to her, I can't leave. There's somebody in the hallway by the, by the staircase. There's someone outside the door. I can't make a getaway without being seen. Can you have Kylie or can you come out here and, you know, pull a distraction? And in that moment, it knocks on the door to Lydia's room. When that happens, he probably just, his hands fumble over his phone and he sends a string of like random letters and numbers. And then he immediately hits the side button on his phone, afraid that the brightness of the phone could somehow leak under the door. And he just presses his body, his back against the wall, like flattening himself as much as he can in case anybody's crazy enough to look under the door. But remembering that the door's unlocked, he puts his hand over the door, like just on the door itself, not over the doorknob. So if they try to open it, his strength can kind of act like the door is locked. There's another soft knock and you hear the voice of Antoine saying, Lydia, are you there? And please roll me uh, your cool. Keep your cool. I got a six. Okay. So you do not succeed in keeping your cool. Is this experience? This is experience. Okay. What would Sam's panic reaction be? Like you had the plan to wait it out and uh, wait for Morgana, but now you're feeling like you are kind of stuck here and you're not sure whether you can like take it any longer. The smell of the towel is really getting to you. Like any moment now, you're probably going to throw up. Yeah, this plays into a lot of Sam's, you know, personal obsessions and psychoses. Uh, Sam does not like feeling cornered physically or verbally you know he always has to have the upper hand in a situation on top of that the smell and not only the smell the fact that he can feel whatever's on that towel touching himself his body his chest his clothes it's on his phone and the women who could have helped him neither one really can deal with Antoine I mean Kylie can come over but then that's just gonna he's gonna draw attention because he's loud and annoying and Morgana probably wouldn't really interact with him in a way that could get him to leave. So Sam is feeling very trapped. And like a caged animal, his response is to look for a quick way out. He can't leave through the main door because Antoine is on the other side. And at any moment, Antoine could open it and find him out. He can't just like knock him out and run because then there will be witnesses. And unless he knocks him out hard enough that Antoine can't remember, He's going to place Sam at Lydia's bedroom. So he's going to literally just kind of jump, like jump himself onto her bed and leap like a rabbit onto the bed and then off the bed on the other side. 
and start pawing at the window, trying to find a way to open it. He's going to jump out that window, regardless of how high it is, what's on the other side. He needs an out. <laughs> Roll to run away. You That's your volatile. Okay, my volatile. Another six. That's experience again, maybe. It is. Yes. You managed to open the window and it's kind of high up. So you have to like climb over and you can like jam your shoes onto like a window sill and kind of stand on it. And as you kind of work yourself out the window completely and uh, you turn backwards as if you were like trying to climb a ladder down uh, or upwards to like uh, the roof, you hear a voice and it's the voice of Jennifer in shock and disbelief yelling out, Sam, what are you doing here? And she's sitting on the rooftop above her room. Oh, God. Okay, so Sam opened the window. He's sitting on the ledge right now, about to jump. Is that where you what you're saying? Uh, not sitting. You like had to get both feet through uh, the window first. So you're kind of hanging onto the window like if it was a ladder. And how high up is he? How many floors? It's probably like first floor. You would fall maybe like 12 feet. Oh, that's child's play. Okay. So Sam is hanging, you know, by his fingertips, you know, Mufasa and Scar style. And he hears Jennifer and it's, you know, it's kind of like Murphy's law or, you know, like Finagle's law of dynamic negatives. Like the wor the worst has happened. How much worse could it get? And then Jennifer drops in. So he's hanging by his fingertips. He's looking up. He feels the towel slowly slipping from his shirt And he kind of thrusts himself against the wall of the side of the buildings to kind of press it against him. And when he does, he hears like a like a crusty but slightly squelchy sound. And he's just like burping and dry heaving. He looks up at Jennifer and all he can think to say in like a panicked voice is, if you tell anyone you saw me, I will make you pay. And when he says that, he just dramatically lets his fingers go and drops straight down. When he lands on his feet, he'll kind of get on all fours and kind of crawl to the, a safe position. He's going to find a bush or something to dive into to be completely, you know, out of sight. Right. So one thing after another, roll to shut down uh, Jennifer. And that's my dark or my cold. Sorry. That's cold. your cold. And I would say, uh, like, the fall is pretty significant, and it's onto, like, pavement of the driveway. So you hurt your ankles pretty badly. Um, I would say take one harm, and you're probably not gonna do a marathon today. Like, it's not too bad, but it hurts. Okay, so on the shutdown roll, he got a nine. And when he lands, he gives a not very masculine... Ugh! As he feels his ankles kind of turning and <laughs> all he can think of is like my swagger, you know, and he kind of gets on all fours now trying to just absorb the pain that he's feeling and trying to think how he's going to make a clean, non-suspicious getaway when he's limping, looking like he's pregnant with this towel under his shirt. 
All right. So your nine on a shutdown means you uh, succeed, but you come across poorly, which adds up. So you choose one of the following, but you also gain a condition. So the options you have are uh, Jennifer loses a string on you. I don't think she has one. So this option is already not available. Instead, it's she can gain one on you. She can gain a condition as well, or you take one forward for the next uh, dice roll. To keep things interesting, I'll say she can gain a string on me. Woohoo! NPC strings. Now I need to take notes. That's right. Meanwhile, does anyone have a good suggestion for a condition for Sam? So, I mean, Jennifer kind of knows that he's been snooping around the room of Lydia. And if she follows the girl chat, she knows that Lydia, Lydia is probably not in this room right now. Creepy was the, was the one I was going to suggest. But I'd yeah, be also like too. a feminine. Man, poor Sam can't get rid of these conditions faster than he's getting them. First, he was a dick with Jamie. He currently has that Lydia thinks he's fragile. Now Jennifer thinks he's creepy. Oh my God. And he's also one of them, which is the condition that Kylie gave you. Yeah, I don't think he minds that one. <laughs> Are you cool with creep? I think. Yeah, I mean, it, what he was doing is very creepy. <laughs> especially it's seen by someone like jennifer who doesn't like him in the first place yeah you are in your brushery right now rubbing your ankle and looking up to jennifer i said earlier she's on the roof but i imagine the house is a bit taller than one floor so maybe let's rephrase that to she's sitting in her windowsill legs dangling out and she's probably has something propped up on like her desk so she can sit more or less comfortably there and she's looking down at you but not really saying anything sam is in the bush right now crouched on all fours he pulls out his phone hoping he didn't crack the screen because he's not going to get another fucking iphone this week so he pulls his phone out and thanks to his case his screen is okay so he's gonna text kylie um call me 911 stuck in bush Ankles, ankle swelling, Jennifer <laughs> watching. Uh, just as the game master, I don't think you need to be like hospitalized, but you're definitely in pain. Do you know Sam? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> if he's being overly dramatic about it, that's perfectly cool. Oh, but... He is 100% dramatic about this. Like, I can feel the swelling. My, none of my shoes will fit. My Italian shoes. No, just a minute. You really want to role play that uh, nursing fantasy. Giggity. Okay, so with that text, she'll just kind of like laugh at it. Put her bowl of ice cream down that's kind of like melted a little bit. She's just been enjoying the conversation with the girls, just gossiping and shit talking about professors and how much they suck. And she'll be like, I'll be right back, ladies. Just and nonchalantly, like, excuse herself, like she's going to go to the bathroom or something, and then she'll head out, I guess, down front. I was thinking back, but whatever. Or, works. or back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, wherever, like, basically just the outside looking for where Sam is. So, like, when she doesn't call him, he gets worried that maybe Lydia did something to her. So he'll call Kylie. And when she picks up, 
he'll just whisper, but very loudly. Like he thinks he's being super slick and quiet, but probably Jennifer can hear him up above. And he's just like, Kylie, Kylie, I need you. Where are you? Everything went wrong. Jennifer's here. I need you now. As Jennifer picks up that you called Kylie, you hear her window close. So she is retreated back inside. What happened? So Sam, when he hears her voice and he kind of smells her as she's coming towards him, he pops his head out of the bush. He's got shrubbery in his hair and he's got like the most defeated look in his eyes. Like he looks like he's close to tears. And he says, I don't... I, I don't know what happened. I went in. I, I, I found something. I, I, I texted Morgana. She had this, 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 this. Oh, God, I still have it. And he like reaches under his shirt and very dramatically grabs his balled up towel and throws it next to Kylie's feet. But being very conscientious to not get it on her shoes and say that that towel, she cleaned up that stuff in the woods with that towel. It's on me it's on my phone and i was trying to get out alice alessandra was knocking on the door I, I had no choice kylie i was trying to be sneaky but i had no choice he forced my hand i had to jump out the window it was the only thing i could do and when i'm there dangling inches away from my death you're stupid stupid little flunky distracts me out the window and i fall and now look at me Look at me, Kylie. I have brush in my hair, this nasty smell of bile and blood, and I really hope that's not feces. It's on me. It's touching me, and my ankles are turned. My ankles are swelling. I think I need an ambulance. Kylie will step around the towel that he threw at her feet. In her mind, she'll pick it up later. And doing her best not to like laugh, because he's clearly in hysterics right now. She's trying really hard not to laugh at that, but she'll, she'll walk up to him and with a, you know, with the smile, she'll grab his, his chin and just be like, oh, look at my little poor puppy dog. It's going to be okay. Let's get you out of this bush. I'm sure your ankle is fine. He legit pouts and just kind of stands up to the best of his abilities. And in his mind, his feet are broken. He's completely lame. He'll never run again, you know. And he kind of just very softly shows her his ankle and his shoe and says, do you understand? These are $2,300 Bertulli Scrito leather straps, slip-on dress shoes, okay? In brown. You don't get them in brown in my size. Now my ankles, I look like an elephant. I'm not going to fit into any of my shoes. What do they want me to wear? Do they want me to wear flip-flops? What am I going to do? And oh, don't touch me. I stink. I don't want to get the stench on you. I'm like a, I'm like a pariah. I'm a leper. Um, is, is calming down an option in this game? <laughs> Make a case to like... Uh, takes one of the moves. Sorry, I, I just didn't have the moves up in front of me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> keeping your own cool doesn't really work. Sam, well, she isn't... could distract him with boobs. Yeah, I think that is what Monster Hearts wants you to do. So you can try turning him on. Okay, okay, cool. Now that I have that in my brain, she'll like as Sam has stood up and being over dramatic, like the fact that he can stand on his legs, like. 
she knows he's okay, maybe in a bit of pain and pride, obviously wounded. She'll kind of like reach up and put an arm over his shoulder and she has to get up on her tippy toes to even do that and just kind of like bring him down into a hug and doing the best that she can to like just raise herself up with with the boobs to have the he- his head kind of come down and just like pat him and try to calm him and be like, kiss him on the top of the head and let's get you back to your room. Away, we'll, I'll deal with the towel so you don't have to worry about the smell. We'll get you a shower. We'll help your, you know, we'll elevate that foot so it doesn't hurt so much. Okay? Mwah. Roll your hot. All right, I got a nine. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you uh, generally succeed. And Sam, you can either give Kylie a string or choose one of these reactions. I give myself to you. I promise something I think you want, or I get embarrassed and act awkward. Given the situation, I say he's hmm, he's going to get embarrassed and act awkward. He's going to be a very subby puppy. So when Kylie uh, reaches up and she's babying him, which Sam loves the attention, he's just kind of pouting to himself. He would only show Kylie this vulnerable side of himself, of course. And he kind of nods and just flops his face into her shoulder, kind of defeated. And she can feel his back kind of heaving a little, like he's trying to hold back tears. And he'll kind of pull his face back and nod at her and say, yeah, yeah. Text Morgana. Tell her to come pick up the towel. Tell her where we are. Lydia's going to know somebody was in the room because the window was left open and Antoine probably, you know, heard the ruckus inside. Jennifer could wrap me out. So you need to keep her under wraps. But for now, whatever Morgana's going to do, she needs to do it fast. So have her ditch the ice cream party, come out here, grab the towel, tell her to bring a bag because no woman should have to touch this. And you can take me back to my place. Maybe maybe we can take a bubble bath together. There's definitely an underline of uwu there. Oh, that's great. That's great. She's like still in that that comforting, but finding the situation very hilarious. She'll go, okay, yeah, we'll we'll get it taken care of. And yeah, we can we can work on a bubble bath. Okay. And he takes out his phone, he sends a quick text to Morgana saying. Things didn't go as planned. Bail on the party. Come to the back of the building. There's a towel. I'm going to hide it in a bush. That's what you need. I'm gravely injured. I can't bring it up to you. Kylie's helping me. I hope you really appreciate what I just did for you. And then with that, he pockets his phone and he kind of looks at his at his shoes as Kylie kind of helps him up. Even though know, he he's a very tall man and she's petite, but You know, he puts his arm around her as if he's going to limp, completely lame. And he just starts limping away with her and like just kind of muttering. My Berluti Scrito leather slip on dress shoes. 2300. So maybe let's cut to Morgana then. You left, or you are stuck actually at the ice cream party. Erica has kind of talked you up a little bit about how ice cream isn't all that good for you. But, you know, once in a while isn't too bad. And she's now on her second bowl. Lydia has been kind of quiet. How have you been dealing with her? I don't think she has. I think she has 
been dealing with Kylie as long as Kylie was there and then listen to the rant that Erica gave on ice cream while scooping in not not she just takes a full spoonful of ice cream every single time I think she's on her close to the end of her second bowl now she's starting to get a little nauseous just because of all the milk and sugar that she has been (laughs) consuming but it's just one of those nights and I think she's just been ignoring Lydia because it's awkward she knows that Lydia doesn't want her there and she doesn't want Lydia there and they're not on speaking terms (laughs) she's very much in the state of where if anything goes wrong right this second she'll just rip out some hairs and cast a hex at Lydia because that's how tense the situation is between her and Lydia see she allows her to exist in the same space at this moment just as a reminder you can totally cast hexes without tokens but it requires you to stare into the target's eyes and chant something in uh, an unrecognizable language right 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 right. yes i misread that yes you're right Mm -hmm. last resorts because she does (laughs) like i i want to but they are severe I don't think I don't think she has given Morgana a very direct reason to be that severe yet. She's close, one one step away from being that, but not yet. She's precisely one step away from you. Exactly. She's precisely one little mistake which may be bumping into her. Like that's that's how little the mistake can be because it's just ah annoying. Do you want to try to keep your cool then in this situation to not like, you know, draw more attention to yourself, how nervous you are? Yes. And, you know, give her side eye every three seconds or so? Yes. Let's do that. That's a nine. Okay. On a nine. Okay. It says here on a seven to nine, the MC, that's me, will tell you how your actions would leave you vulnerable and you can choose to back down or go through with it. Now the question is, what your action is. I think the action she's trying to do is ignore Lydia as much as possible. Yeah, I would say we handle it kind of like shutting someone down. So you ignoring her is kind of obvious. And you you realize that because you like get a glimpse of her and you get that like slight smile from her that you've come to recognize in the past two days as you know something new and kind of like um, unsettling you kind of feel like she recognizes your fear in a way and you really kind of don't like that because it puts you into that situation where you feel like you are not defending yourself against her and you're just like stewing in your uh, anger and not being able to do something about her so that's how I would say you are being vulnerable in this situation if you like just suck it up and try to ignore her, even though it's very obvious. Did Morgana already get the text message from Sam? Yeah, I would say that happens like about now. Okay, then she is going to make up a lame excuse about probably going, having to go to the bathroom or something and is going to uh, go downstairs and grab that towel. Nobody really pays you any attention as you say that so you can just make your way out 
On the hallway, though, you come across Antoine. He is apparently given up knocking on Lydia's door. He looks at you. Have you seen Lydia by chance? No, she's not missing, I think, but like looking for her again. She's in the kitchen with Erica, and I will just walk past him. Uh, he kind of does like a face palm for himself, like he feels stupid about not looking. He yells after you, thank you, and you disappear. Uh, and I would say you come across the two of them on like uh, at like the entrance. So Sam is all hunched over Kylie uh, and she tries to drag him along. And he's being very whiny about having to take uh, the stairs. Actually, does that make sense? Or would they take the other entrance to his room? Sam would definitely protest going anywhere near stairs since, you know, his foot's going to have to be sawed off by a doctor. Yeah, and it makes sense for Kylie to take him to his room. And that being said, she will text the girl dorm chat and be like, hey, something came up. Enjoy the ice cream. Feel free to put it back in the freezer when you're done with it. Everybody's welcome to it. Right. So Kylie and Sam, you make your way to Sam's room, I guess. And Morgana, you uh, kind of stalk the parking lot until you eventually find like bushes where a towel is hidden. And it does look kind of nasty to you. I would say you are not as sensitive to like the smell as Sam is. You would have to get like very close to it. But yeah, it's kind of nasty. So as soon as Morgana sees the towel, she's going to try and find a corner that's the least gross and just pick it up at a corner between her her finger and thumb. Hold it a little bit, like not completely in front of her, but hold it a little bit away from her and walk back to the stairs at the back of the dorms. So also the staircase that Sam took, the staircase that is furthest away from the kitchen. Try and quickly get back to her room. Yeah, I would say you managed to do that. Similar to Sam, you can kind of hide the towel maybe a little bit under your clothing, having it kind of wrapped up around that, around those corners that aren't as gross, bunched up into like a ball maybe. And when you reach doors, you look around and you listen carefully but you feel like people are still in the kitchen you can hear Antoine's voice a little bit there Erica's still talking a bit louder yeah you should be good to go and you do reach a room in peace awesome so one of the things she has been doing is to keep a ritual space relatively set up or have that set up now the question is what is she going to do with it which hexes did you have anyway Okay, I have Wither and I have Ring of Lies. I'm thinking more, I'm leaning more towards Ring of Lies because that makes more sense because I think Morgana kind of feels like Lydia is lying to everyone by just existing at this moment. To read out Ring of Lies, it says, whenever the person attempts to lie, they hear a piercing ringing noise big lies will often make their knees buckle and disorient them severe lies can cause harm or even brain damage but i'm half thinking to not do a hex and stare into the abyss one more time because she has tangentially uh looked at the into the abyss and have has found lydia there a couple times but she's never directly looked at lydia okay so 
the towel that you have is a sympathetic token and can also be used as a string. So staring into the abyss usually doesn't require a sympathetic token, but because they count as strings, you could use it as a bonus again. So what you're telling me is that I could do both, but I cannot uh, use the string. I cannot use the sympathetic token for looking into the abyss then. It's a one-time use thing. So you can either use it as a string or as a token, but you could look, um, you could stare into the abyss anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that has worked for me. That is the one thing that has worked for me in the past. So I'm I'm think I think she's going to do that. So she's first, she has this thing now, so she can start, but before she starts, she wants some guidance on how to actually do this. And for that reason, she's going to look into the abyss. And then hopefully, what she's hoping to get is to get something about the symbol that she expects Lydia to have somewhere. Okay. So you're asking the abyss for a specific like symbol on Lydia's body. You want to kind of get close to that. Okay. So that's a gaze into the abyss using your dark. I'm wondering how much do you like spend time on preparing a ritual again? It's Morgana we're talking about. Everything is about the drama and the flair. So yes, she is. Okay, fine. And you can explain the drama and the flair and you get your plus one. <laughs> She's also doing this kind of in to her currently feels like her ritual space. I know she doesn't have a sanctuary yet, but this is as good as it's going to get at the moment. Uh, yeah, I rolled a nine. <laughs> so on a seven to nine, the abyss shows you confusing and alarming visions, but you get your answer nonetheless. And just to clarify, did you use the towel as a string or did you just... Okay, the towel is saved. Perfect. Yes, the towel is definitely saved for the potential hex. So describe to me where would you want to start looking? Like basically you have an all-seeing eye available to you that you can like move around this area that you live in where you can influence the magic around you. This is going to sound extremely creepy, but... I think she's going to look at Lydia just at her body and try and because in her mind or in my mind that symbol needs to be so close to the object of possession or the person of possession in this case that it basically needs to be on the person so in Morgana's mind what she expects is there to be a tattoo or a burn mark or something similar to that so that's where she's going to start. You kind of take the perspective that uh, Sam had then. You basically drift through the dormitory, through the keyhole of her dorm room. The way you see it, it doesn't have any magic circle yet. The lights are on. You further drift through like the crack of the bathroom door, which is closed at this point. You see. Lydia is standing naked in front of the, the sink and she has a towel in her hand that she rubs along her body and she throws it onto the floor kind of like in disgust, maybe frustration. The towel is kind of soaked with blood and you can see her staring into the mirror in front of her, you invisible behind her. And she's kind of poking around huge gashes on like her belly and between her breasts. 
that form well not really a rune that you recognize but definitely some sort of arranged symbol where you feel something has cut into her and then magically sealed her back up again Oof. okay well that is the answer that i was looking for <laughs> so i with that she's going to say a quick prayer to the old mother and thanking the old mother for this for this vision vision and well one of the one of the rules of once the heart is to keep it feral right um what's more feral than to cast ring of lies to cast wither <laughs> no <laughs> well yes <laughs> cast wither would be more but she's going to cast uh she's going to hex lydia with ring of lies if i read it correctly i need to roll with dark yes i need to roll that with dark do i also get a plus one on that i believe not because he used the sympathetic token to be able to use the spell without looking into her eyes so that's your bonus in that regard it's not a uh, dice roll bonus it's that you can do it without standing in front of her yeah totally fair we also said that we would get the bonus if we stared into the abyss in this place and this is not that okay I'll give you a warning. Lydia being kind of powerful, you would know if this goes badly, it goes pretty fucking badly. Yes, but being Morgana means that she's arrogant as hell. She has before said that she is more powerful than Lydia. She wholeheartedly believes that because she's been a witch for longer than Lydia has. So yes, this is extremely dangerous and stupid, but she's going to do it anyway. <laughs> And there isn't even an audience to see it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Roll with your dark. Okay, here we go. It is a seven. It says on a seven to nine, it works, but choose one. Casting does you one harm. The hex has weird side effects or trigger your darkest self. I know what I would pick. <laughs> I know what, what makes the most sense. Okay, cat triggering my darker self is out because that means that I start to cast stuff uncontrollably. <laughs> and that is mostly fun when I'm in a room with a lot of people. <laughs> yes. But I'm all by myself. <laughs> darker self lasts for as long as you It does. It does. You uh... have to apologize to the person you hurt the most to escape it. But that means that I have to apologize to Lydia. <laughs> Because inadvertently, I'm going to probably hurt her the most. Or you hurt Sam, who knows? Yeah. Oh, the chat is really ro rooting for darkest self. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's go for that one. You make me very happy. I'm very scared and it makes me very happy at the same time. So the way I imagined you, again, prepare like a ritual in a way. You take your time and you build like a spiritual connection to Lydia using that sympathetic token in front of you and that you know takes some amount of trance state you got your incense going and your candles lit and you feel yourself slowly slipping into that uh, state of mind where you know you can work your magic and you speak your full ritual in your head and probably also um out loud but you're you kind of can't tell you're deeply lost in the moment basically and you know normally you would kind of be able to finish that process to get out of that state but this time you feel like you can't and you panic a little bit 
you kind of fall over. You were probably sitting cross-legged on the floor. And as you try to like shake yourself awake and you feel like you kind of can't move your arms or your muscles don't follow your will. And you're in this weird partially trans uh, state. Yeah, you fall over. You bump one of your candles and the pain of like hot wax that collects on your right arm jolts you out of it. But you get the feeling Lydia did this. Like she's trying to make moves on you. There's probably magic that she has put in place around you already. You've sat next to her today and she stared at you. And who knows, maybe she's like really good and cast magic on you without you knowing. And you didn't take that chance. You just let it happen for like two days in a row. Morgana is going to scramble to her feet. Her face is just anger. It's fully contorted in anger. And she is going to rush into that kitchen faster than she's ever rushed into that kitchen, even for ice cream. So she's going to storm in there. Mind you, the hex did work. So she is under influence of the Ring of Lies, or Lydia is. And she, like, Morgana is just going to to jump in there. Is Lydia still there? Let me ask that first. Yeah. And now with Antoine, probably. Yeah. yeah. And Erica on her third bowl of ice cream, probably. That probably. you know of. I don't really care about Erica. You bitch. When did you do it? When? Come on, tell me. When did you do it? She looks at you. And she begins to say, I don't know what you're talking. And then she hits her knee on the table that she's sitting at really hard. Like you can hear it ringing throughout the kitchen. And like Erica jumps a little in shock as well. And Antoine probably like spills his uh, glass of water onto himself. And he's like, what's going on? So while they are trying to figure out what the hell she's talking about, Morgana is going to stare intently at Lydia and close her hand. And all of a sudden, the eyebrows of Lydia seem to fall away and her scarf is all of a sudden more loose because she just cast it with her and just let her hair fall out. Uh, you still have to roll, I believe. <laughs> Do I really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes it even worse and better at the same time. Uh-huh. Okay, I rolled an 11, so this works perfectly like I wanted to. Okay, so you succeed completely. And as per your darkest self, all of your hexes have unexpected side effects or are more effective than you are comfortable with. How do you think that <laughs> comes across? I was, before when I rolled a 7, I was already thinking of weird side effects. So I really like stuff just having weird side effects. The only thing that I don't want to do is take her uh, her her scarf away because I find that highly disrespectful. So that's that's where I draw a line. But I do think that her skin color changes too. Like she wanted to just have the hair fall out, but instead she also turns pale green. Oh, like a sickly green? Like a fake goblin-y green. Like think towards... The witch from, um, damn, what is that that musical called? Alphaba no. from um, Wicked. Wicked. Yeah, Wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like 10 times less 
intense green. All right. So you see that like her eyebrows, her hair from under uh, her scarf is also like kind of falling out. You see a few strands and she kind of clasps for it. And you can see panic in her eyes for like the first time. And as her skin color starts changing, which she like sees on her elbows that she's raised up, she hurries away like she bolts for the kitchen entrance, runs past you. Oh, this is now now it's on. Like Morgana's gonna chase after her. This is a full-on witch bitch fight. So now you're running away from me too. You don't even want to face me. You don't even dare to face me on my own turf. After you came into my turf, you're just running away? Leave me alone. I, I, I just wanted to defend myself. Against what? I never did fuck all to you. You f- followed me around and tried to like find out what I was doing. Like, just, just give me some privacy. Leave me alone. First of all, I wasn't following you. You just show up everywhere. Also, you are not Lydia. Get the fuck out of Lydia. I know if you're Mark. I I can't, okay? Oh, of course you can't. Of course you can't. You can put it there. We can't take it away. Fuck that. Uh, She has reached the uh, door to like her dorm room and she's shaking her head at you. And she's like trying to fumble uh, with the doorknob. What do you want me to do? I think I made it. I think I made it fairly clear that I want you to get out of whatever this is. I want you to get out. Leave us be. Go be a spirit somewhere else. I'm telling you, I can't. And how is that my problem? You came here. You can go away. You came here from Salem or whatever. You tell it to like literally everyone. Yes, I am the witch of Salem. And now I'm going to be the bitch of Salem. And you get the fuck out of here. She's going to try with her again. Oh boy. Okay. Well, it does say you you hex everyone that slights you, and she's, she's never not going to say anything good here. And botch is with me. I rolled a 12. Now we just need to figure out what the hell is going on with her now, because I don't think maybe she just wants to amplify the green this time. Just make it a deeper green. Maybe give her witchy warts. Yes. No, I know what she wants. She wants it to that mark that she has seen to repeat that all over her body to just make it very, very clear that that mark is there. The unintended side effect is that some of them show up on her face so everybody can see it actually. And they show up not as the scarred over tissue, but fairly fresh. Oh boy. So you can see her skin is like drying out in places and breaking uh, open. Like there's little cuts and rips across it. And now she's just, well, going to hide in her dorm room if you let her. I think that all the blood is enough to get Morgana out of her stupor and she's going to just from one moment into the next be out of that trench she was hanging in like in that emotion and she's just like oh fuck sorry 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 and she's going to run away past the kitchens down the stairs out of the out of the main entrance she just needs to get away of this 
this, this, this. She did this. She feels terrible. Do you like the supernatural setting in a modern world that Monster Heart brings? Our Changeling The Lost Game might be exactly what you are looking for for your next story. You'll discover what it means when you've been kidnapped by Faye, learn to live in a world that changed without you, and discover a big secret.